Welcome, travelers. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 7. I'm joined today with an expert in the travel industry, trip advisor of Reach for the Magic Destinations, Amy Krause. Today's podcast episode features what to expect when it comes to river cruising. This is Travel Happens, a podcast all about enhancing your vacation. Do you want to make your trip go smoother, easier, and more special? Keep listening. I am your host, Destination Douglas. Think of me as Tyrion Lannister, Gandalf, Mr. Miyagi, and Yoda all rolled into one. I'm your guide when it comes to cruises. Joining me today is Amy Krause. She is an expert in the travel industry, specializing in all types of families. We both are travel advisors with Reach for the Magic Destinations. Let's face it, you don't want it to occur, but travel happens. We are there to supply advice, guidance, aid, and be your advocate through all the potholes and pitfalls to your destination. Okay, we are ready to kick it off today with the Disney travel news. And what a great week to do it. This is the National Travel and Tourism Week. So fantastic week to reach out to your travel advisor and think about planning a trip. So we have Adventures by Disney. And Douglas, I don't know how many of our listeners really know what Adventures by Disney is, but these are guided travel groups all over the world all seven continents that you can go on. But right now there's some summer savings still left. So up to 150 to 350 off per person all around the world, US, Central America, France, London, Austria, Egypt, you name it. But this is happening. You have to travel July 4th through October 31st through Halloween. So if you're looking for a high adventure trip around the world, reach out to one of us. Then we have Disneyland. Lots of big changes happening to Disneyland. They are steadily moving through their phase reopening. So there are three hotels in Disneyland. We have Paradise Pier, which is one of them. That is the newest ongoing transformation. They're going to start weaving a lot of the Pixar theme into all of the decor and decorations. So I don't know if any of you have been to the Walt Disney World Resort, to the Contemporary, and seen the Incredibles theming. That they have going on, but it's fun. I love the Pixar movie, so I'm super excited to see some of these changes. The Grand Floridian, if any of you guys know, has a direct access into the parks. And so now Paradise Pier will also have a new access into the parks. They're creating a new walkway that will take you directly to Pixar Pier. So we have Pixar theming straight into Pixar Pier, which is exciting. The Disneyland Resort Hotel will feature a new Hey Disney. So instead of Hey Alexa, you can reach out and say, Hey Disney, and they will help you do the things you want to do inside inside your room. Um, Lots of other new things that are coming. Package resort delivery. So if you buy something in the parks, you don't want to carry it around all day. You just send it to your hotel room. So that's coming back to the Disneyland Resort. Early access is coming back for the resort guests. Lots of new shopping in the downtown Disney district 
for those of you that have been to what is now called Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort, you've seen over the years a lot more shopping, restaurants, entertainment. So they're bringing a lot more of that to the Disneyland Resort in downtown Disney. Mickey's Toontown is regoing reimagination in the Disneyland Park as well. And then, Douglas, are you Marvel? Are you a Marvel fan? I'm a casual Marvel fan. <laughs> like I enjoy, you know, I enjoy watching it, but I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm not, uh, I'm not a fanatic about yep. it. Yep. Although I did see on Disney Plus, I did just finish watching the whole Loki series. Oh yes, it's so good. Yeah. So um, that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it was a little confusing because yep. it deals with timelines and other things and uh, i'm like am i following this <laughs> i know i know I, ha- I had to go back and watch a couple and i even asked my husband i'm like wait who? <laughs> yeah she was a loki too i'm really confused <laughs> yeah exactly but all that to say we are huge marvel fans in our house so we're excited about the new thor movie coming out this summer and then the end of this week march I'm sorry, we're not in March anymore. May. We're in May. I know we're in May. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That movie is coming on May 6th. And with that, to the Disneyland Resort will be America Chavez. So one of the characters that will be in that movie will be featured in the new Avengers campus that is there in the Disneyland Resort. So go check her out. Go check the movies out. Lots of fun things. And then... We are just a little bit past halfway to Halloween. And are you a Halloween fan? Oh, uh, it's one of the high holidays. Yes. Yes, Yes. me too. (laughs) So there's lots of Halloween news coming out. So the first is going to be in the Disneyland Resort. So first off, we know that the Oogie Boogie Bash, it will be returning. There will be new costumes, new food. Mickey and Minnie, they're going to be featuring their trick-or-treat costumes. And they will be doing homemade costumes like we used to do way back in the day. So check out Mickey and Minnie's homemade costumes that they will be presenting at the Oogie Boogie Bash in the Disneyland Resort. Okay, moving over to cruise news. Lots of great summer itineraries that are out Europe, Caribbean. Reach out to Douglas. He's our fanatic with cruises. I can help with Disney cruises any of our travel agents. So reach out to us if you're interested in fun summer itineraries. And then even for next year, so early on Disney Cruise Line, early 2023 packages have already opened. But this week, Disney Cruise Line is now releasing their summer 2023 itineraries. So for those of you that know how cruising works, the earlier you you buy, the lower the rates are. So if well, next year- I'm going to just interrupt you right there. Yeah. Because the- the great thing about us is you book it, you lock in the price. If it should go down, we'll change it for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you won't pay more. You'll just pay less. Exactly. Okay. You can continue. Great. Okay. Yes. So anyway, so if 2023 is on your list, check it out. So if you are already a Castaway member, which means you have already cruised with Disney Cruise Line. Those will be opening up to you this week. Otherwise, it opens to all guests on May 9th to start booking for summer of 2023. So exciting news there. And then, of course, Halloween. We're back to Halloween. Lots of Halloween news today. 
Halloween on the high seas is back for Disney Cruise Line. So for those of you that don't know, Disney goes all out for Halloween. So on the ship is a huge Halloween celebration. So all of your characters will be dressed in their best Halloween attire, including this year, we have some of our favorites. The Sanderson sisters are dressing up as their, well, the Disney characters are dressing up as their favorite Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Is that one of your movies? Are you a cult follower no. of that movie? No, no. I am <laughs> um, in complete opposition to the vast majority of all my friends. I'm sorry. I don't, I just don't get that. Hocus oh, that's Pocus. A, I love it. I, I watch I, it as a little girl. No, and I don't. I, and there's like, there's supposed to be a, um, a part two. What, what there is supposed that? to be a part two. Yes, yeah. with the original characters with Bette yeah. Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker. Right. So yeah. I have absolutely excited. no interest. <laughs> well, if you do love Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Your favorite Sanders and sisters on the high seas. There will be special parties, trick-or-treating, activities. And then the newest ship, the Wish, will also be celebrating Halloween on the high seas. And they have this fantastic new magical pumpkin tree and the story goes that this in this tree named boo is enchanted and he will grant your special wish and the history is that one of the best pumpkins which ever granted one of the most special wishes for cinderella came from this enchanted tree so if you want to go on the wish you want to celebrate high seas you can check out this enchanted tree you can check out all the fantastic halloween happenings that are going on. So reach out to one of us to help with that. And then my last piece of Halloween news is that the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is coming back to the Walt Disney World Resort this fall. So that will happen select nights. We have 37 select nights from August 12th to October 31st. So if you are a resort guest, if you have actually have a package plan and a stay plan, you get to book your tickets to that party event earlier, which is actually happening on May 12th. So if this is on your list and you want to get extra early access to this, reach out to one of us. We can help you book a package and then help you get your tickets as well. But of course, in high fashion, they will have fantastic Halloween celebration. You get a special special 50th anniversary reusable bag this year to trick or treat. Did you know you get to trick or treat at this party? I have never gone. Oh my gosh, you need to go, Douglas. It is amazing. It's Halloween everywhere. They have special fireworks. They have the parade, which is led off by the Headless Horseman. But candy galore. I mean, I tell people now if they're going, take an extra bag because you will easily come home with like 20 pounds of candy. So beware to put that like in your suitcase. So just bring your extra suitcase, especially if you're flying Southwest because your second bag flies. Or just... You know, exercise some self control. <laughs> but it's Halloween candy. It's trick or treating. Hey, I listen. I love me some chocolate. I really <laughs> do. But I need to, you know, watch the body. I know. Gotta, yeah, I do too. Right. So I'm glad that we actually just finished Easter. So now candy season is over. Is it really? Is it to... really ever over? Of course, there. There. We don't have any. <laughs> we don't have any holidays coming up to celebrate candy. So. Yeah. I'm good until October till we get okay. to Halloween again. So very good. <laughs> Anyways, that is it of my Disney news. If you have any more questions, reach out to me, reach out to Douglas, and we are happy to share more of our Disney news with you. All right. Thank you. Um You're welcome. we're going on to news for the cruises. 
Norwegian Cruise Line has been recognized for its award-winning beverage program with two wins at the 2022 Vista Awards held in San Diego, California during the Vibe Conference, the premier beverage conference. An honor for NCL's world-class beverage program, the Vibe Vista Awards recognizes the top performers in the beverage industry. NCL was, again, the only cruise line honored at the award ceremony, winning both, quote, best spirits program and best overall program across the portfolio of hotels, cruise lines, and casinos considered for this recognition. The success builds on its 2019 win in the same categories, as well as its award for having the honor of Best Beverage Menu Revamp, sponsored by Gerard Bertrand in 2020. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not done with NCL. Because, oh, keep going. No, yeah, because uh, they are honoring Teacher Appreciation Week, which is May oh. 2nd through 6th, and the countless devoted educators across North America. Norwegian Cruise Line, the innovator in global cruise travel, announced the relaunch of its award-winning Norwegian's Giving Joy Recognition Program, which provides 100 educators with free cruises aboard Norwegian Prima and a chance to win $25,000, $15,000, and $10,000 for their schools. In fact, they are sailing out of Galveston the a few days before I do. When they, oh, when they get yeah, when they get off the ship, I'll be getting on the ship. Okay. So what a great way to give back to teachers. Teachers yeah. need they deserve so much. So that what an awesome way for them to share their love with them. Seriously, my mother was a teacher. I didn't for know years that. and years. And in fact, um say about five years ago, I ran into one of her former students and he says, oh my God, are you related to? I'm like, yes. He's Aww. like, I thought so. She was my favorite teacher. I'm like, well, she's a whole lot nicer in school than she is at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, all the niceness gets put out at school. And then by the time she gets home, she's had it. She's an, had enough with kids. I think we're <laughs> We got to wear our game day face when we're out in front of yeah. other people. And then our sweet families get to take our, our unloading when we come yes, home. Exactly. I mean, she's a lovely person. But, yeah. Uh, and she transitioned to becoming a school librarian. And now oh, she's, yeah, now she's enjoying her retirement. So good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Uh, in anticipation of uh, the ports in Australia and New Zealand, Holland, America, is fully welcoming cruise ships back to their shores. And they've opened bookings for a season of new itineraries aboard Westerdam starting in fall 2022. New voyages offered from September 25th through March 13th, 2023. Explore Australia's rich culture and the lush landscapes of New Zealand and the enchanting history and culture of Southeast Asia. So last week we were talking about how they were canceling a bunch of cruises on the Western Dam going to Southeast Asia. And now that they're talking about what they're doing instead. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I have to say that if Australia is on your list, it is one of the favorite places I have ever been. So I encourage you 
everything's go. on whether my it's list. a cruise or however you go yeah yeah no, i know everything is on my list the river cruises that we're about to talk about are right. on my list <laughs> okay or, or maybe after i talk about it it might not be anymore i don't know we'll find out i bet it will be we'll see i don't know it, it's it's very very different <laughs> and that's all the news that i have Before we get to our main topic, I would like to ask our listeners to help us out. If you'd like to support our little podcast, share on your favorite social media, your favorite Travel Happens episode. We need your help to grow this show to keep it going. If you tag me in the social media post about this podcast, I will mention you on a future podcast. All of my personal social media handles can be found in the show notes. River cruising. All right, let's Yay. get to it. Um, if ocean cruising is like a domestic cat, what kind of animal does that make a river cruise? A dog? A meerkat. <laughs> meerkat. Domestic cats <laughs> have a lot of independence and rely as little as possible on their owner besides keeping them safe and fed. So, uh, the same thing can be said of ocean cruising. For many ocean cruises, you can do what you like, when you like. Dogs require far more attention, including taking them out for walks. They enjoy a routine. River cruises have a routine. It's all about the routine with a river cruise. There's not as much freedom on river cruises as there are in ocean cruises. Everyone follows a schedule on a river cruise. Everyone does the same types of things at the same time. So, you know, on an ocean cruise, you can eat whenever, you can eat every minute of every mm -hmm. day. The same is not true on a river cruise. River cruise, there are set times for meals and everybody's all eating at the same time. Um, Everyone does the uh, excursions all together. Almost everyone goes ashore and does an excursion at the same time. Different excursions are available for different interests, and they even um, will uh, curate the excursion so that it matches your personal needs. Like there are uh, there are walking tours that are very um, active. And then there are ones that are very More slow right. and take it easy <laughs> so that your 80 year old mother can handle it. There we go. Um, let's see. Since the river cruise experience is more curated, the day is shifted earlier. There really are no late nights. Everyone is up and starting their day fairly early. River cruising is an opportunity for building community. It's a, so if you're all eating together, you get to you know uh, talk to the other passengers and kind of build bonds there, and then also know each other, get to know each other, and also build bonds within your own family. If you uh, 
brought both your um, your parents and and your children. You all get to bond as a family. It's a wonderful uh, experience to build a family bond around a river cruise. Parents can connect with their children, unlike well, unlike what might happen on an ocean cruise. River cruising is an opportunity for a building community. So, like with on an ocean cruise, you might never see your children. They might be in that youth program <laughs> all I know, day. I have every clients day. that they drop their kids off and they're never together. I was like, what? What? Yeah. what? You're going on a vacation as a family? Yeah. Or you know, if you are like how I was when I was a teenager, I was very closed off and I had had my parents actively trying to ask me to communicate with them and mm. trying to, you know, what is going on with you? What is happening? And I, I wanted no parts of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think a river cruise would be great in that type of situation because um, you're, you are all together. But that's not to say that you have to be together 24-7 because, you know, the teenager can be off doing a bike tour while you are going off learning about this, you know, cute little town on the Danube. So, it, you know, you can separate. Um, but couples can cement their relationship. Friends can become friends for life. Between the youth programs and activities features on board an ocean ship, you you can hardly see your children. Not so on a river cruise. There are there is a ton of togetherness time. The staff get to know who you are. What wow. are your preferences? What are your likes and dislikes? What kind of traveler you are, and consequently can make more accurate suggestions. Not only does the staff get to know you, but so do your fellow passengers. When you are talking about hundreds instead of thousands on board, it is a different situation because a river cruise could have only 150 people on board. Uh, well, passengers, there's also right. the crew. Um, you go on a river cruise to be a part of the group, part of the program, because so few people are on board and barking and debarking is fast, simple, and easy. It's just totally seamless. Why are there so few people on a river cruise? It's because these ships have to go underneath bridges mm -hmm. and they have to navigate through these locks so they can only be so long. They can yep. only be so high. Um, are you an explorer? River cruises go through a country, not to it. It is fantastic to see the interior of countries in a very intensive and simple way. Because of their nature, you can't help but be immersed in your destination. Every day, there are briefing sessions aboard to help you learn about the places and people you are about to visit. Ocean cruise ships have much greater variety with different layouts, features, and designs. Basically, one cruise, uh, one river cruise ship is uh, much like the next one because they all have to deal with being able to slide under a bridge and go mm -hmm. through these locks. Ocean cruises have sizable variety of entertainment. Often they include specialty dining, production shows, spas, shops, and a casino. 
With river cruising, the destination is the entertainment. It is far more focused on immersion of a destination. Um, For example, with a river cruise, you're dining. If you see them load in, load in the food, you'll see it's just bags of food, fresh food. Nothing is frozen. They don't use frozen, at least the, the river cruise that I deal with. Um, tours are culturally focused, lots of biking and hiking and walking adventures that focus on the history and culture with all of the hiking, biking and walking tours, you will be too tired to enjoy a Broadway style show. So river cruising is very port intensive. It is not unusual to visit multiple ports in one day. When you do dock, you are docked into the heart of the action. You will just walk off into the middle of everything. The distance you cover is much less than by an ocean cruise. So it is an intensive look at a region. River cruises parallel park next to each other. So when not parked next to another uh, river cruise ship, the views keep changing. Instead of looking out on a vast ocean, it's various scenes of different countrysides. Um, but that is something you need to be aware of that you might be parked next to another cruise ship because, yeah, I would not want to be caught in a state of undress. (laughs) (laughs) Close the curtains. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you know that you're being next to another ship, you know, be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Another great thing about a river cruise is there is no chance of getting sick on a river cruise there's barely yeah there is barely any motion or movement on the rivers consequently there is no medical center uh Mm -hmm. on uh uh, on the river cruise unlike ocean cruise ships i know one thing my this is more my husband's speed because he uh, does not like the open ocean. Like he does not like being able to look out and know that there is nothing right. close by kind of to him. him out. Yep. So to be able to look and see land. Yeah. Much more his speed. <laughs> yeah. You'll see a bunch of great villages all along mm-hmm. the river. Yeah. Um, both types, ocean and river cruises have theme cruises. You could experience an eighties pop, music cruise or a Broadway (laughs) (laughs) or a Broadway show tune cruise on an ocean cruise on river cruises. The themes are different. You could experience a food and wine tour or, or you could experience a Christmas Christmas market tour. Oh, I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a Christmas market I want to go to in Vienna. uh I got it under my list again, man. That's, yeah. Christmas markets out there in Europe would be amazing. Um, river cruises tend to be more expensive. Why? Because these are smaller ships. You can't amortize the cost as much. You are paying to have a more intimate experience. Also, more is included, including excursions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I uh, it's you, you would have to talk about an ultra luxury like a super duper luxury ocean line to have excursions be included as part of the fare. Right. Um, 
But with river cruises, excursions are included. Which is great because that's what, like you said, that's what those cruises are designed to do. They're designed for the excursion. They're not designed for the ship. Like I'll tell people it's almost like a traveling hotel. It's a great way to see all these ports without, you know, you're paying the ship fees, but you're not paying all the train and plane and bus and things like that to see multiple cities. Right. You just hop the off, the, hop off the ship and start walking. There you go. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see between uh, the more inclusive experience and the more curated, highly organized tour experience of a river cruise, the river cruiser makes very few decisions. What's your, uh, you know, uh, I'm talking to the audience here. What's your daily life like? Are you in the medical field where your decisions are life, literally life or death? Are you a business executive where your decisions impact the livelihood of families? Do you run your home and family? Sick of always having to make decisions? Well, that's where river cruising is really great because you don't have to make very many decisions at all. River cruising, it could be the welcome respite that you need. That's a nice change. Yeah, exactly. And uh, another aspect about river cruising that I I'm surprised I didn't touch on is in terms of the entertainment, they will often bring on groups, local groups Mm -hmm. from the ports that you're visiting onto the ship to perform for you. So great. Even more cultural immersion. It's awesome. Yeah. So think about a river cruise and if it's right for you. And if it is, you know, reach out to me and I'll hook you up. Okay, now it is time for We Are Obsessed. So I'm going to tell a little bit about myself today. I have a couple of fantastic kiddos. One is 14 and one is six. So my world, my 14-year-old is about ready to enter high school. I really feel like I was there not long ago, maybe like 10 years ago. I'm like, really? I'm ready for a child to go into high school? (laughs) So these are my these are my woes of getting him him ready. I know we talked about the the teenager of not communicating and not always wanting to be with you. So overall he's a pretty good he's a pretty good communicator, but you know, we all definitely have my fair share of eye rolls and mom, you're embarrassing me and <laughs> you know, it just makes me want to do it. I'm the queen of car dance parties. Oh. I love it. Let me tell you. I remember my brother gave my parents specific instructions to, they had to be, I think it was at least 60 feet away from him (laughs) on a visit to the mall. He needed them to drive him to the mall. But once they're at the mall, the parents have to be at least 60 feet away. Keep the distance. I'm not here with you. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't quite got to that yet. So we'll see what changes over these over these next four years. But you know, it's definitely a different experience from when we were in high school. And we were the and I'm not gonna say helicopter parents, but we are the limiting parents. So we have not yet delved into the cell phone world. 
um, which therefore means we have also not delved into social media and all of that that comes with it. So we know that needs to happen. We want that to happen in our house where we can help him with the the woes right. and the pitfalls and the right, the wrong and all that that comes with social media and all of that. So we know that's coming soon. Um, but yeah, so that's where we are with that. We're the, we're the slower to the world parents, I guess you could call us, but <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's just a whole new world, whole different things to be worried about things to think about, you know, he's going out for tackle football. So that's a whole new, whole new world, a whole new expense as well. I had no idea how expensive the world of tackle football would be in high school. We've been doing it and it's not nearly been the cost I thought it would be, but now it's, it's serious. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, so that's my obsessed. That is my, my news. That's what's happening in my little world. Well, my obsession uh, is so funny. After last week, I was talking about uh, watching The Gilded Age. And um, I thought, what What am I going to talk about this week? And um, I, when I finally uh, realized what to talk about, I'm like, you are such a dummy. You have been totally obsessed um, on fitness. I have, uh, what happened was that first year of the pandemic, I was leading such a sedentary lifestyle. Um, I ended up, I could have been Santa Claus's dummy, uh, uh, double rather. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I gained quite a bit of weight. And I'm like, oh God, this is, this is Pre-pandemic or in that first year of pandemic? In, in that first year. That first year, okay. Uh, so, I would say at the very end of 2021, I'm like, that's it. This is, this has got, well, wait a minute. No, I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere I started like, okay, I'm going to just, I, uh, I used to really be an active runner and then I had stopped and then I thought, okay, I'll just go back to running. And then, um, that was a big pain. <laughs> that literally, I literally, I was like, "Oh, I cannot do this." So then I just started engaging in these long walks. I uh, I still do to this day. Probably later today, I'll go on one. Um, usually, it's somewhere between six to eight miles. Oh, I'll those go, are long! Wow. Yeah, and uh, I'll go for a walk. And I thought, "Oh, that'll help." No, I felt like there was no change whatsoever. So. At the very end of uh, 2021, I uh, put it into high gear and started doing uh, a workout program where I am, I'm, I feel like I'm doing everything. I'm doing, you know, one day it's strength training, another day it's uh, yoga, another day it's Metcon, another day it, yeah, it's, you know, uh, mobility. So, uh, and, um, now I'm at the point where I think my body is better than it was pre-pandemic. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, I, I personally am able to notice changes in my body. No one else, no one's ever going to mistake me for a fitness model. But um, so, sorry to dash all your 
fantasies and dreams <laughs> out there. <laughs> but um, I definitely can notice a change. And um, I also, as part of this, I've been involved in an intermittent fasting mm-hmm. regime, and um, which for me isn't really all that difficult. That's what's, good. What's more challenging for me are the types of foods that you eat. Mm-hmm. So, and between the fasting and the working out, I feel like I'm eating. Um, uh, I I don't have to. It, it doesn't have to be like this entirely vegan journey for me that I can have some balance. And if I want to have a bowl of ice cream, I can have a bowl of ice cream. Right. Yeah. Just but, not every meal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, and that's great because it's, you know, as my other, my other life is as a physical therapist. And so, you know, that's so much of it is staying active. And, you know, what I tell people is, you know, you need that, you need the mix of everything. You need the mobility, you need the flexibility, you need the strength training, you know, just stay in just only one type of fitness regimen is probably not the best thing for your body. And that, that the kitchen, I mean, the kitchen is half, I mean, I would say more than half. I mean, it can be 75% of that fitness, health, wellness journey that you're a part of. So that makes me happy to hear your journey. uh, Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, You would be really proud of me on the, uh, like, uh, I did this workout this morning that was really focusing on the transverse plane. Mm So, um, because it's a plane that you don't normally work on as much. Correct. Especially runners and walkers. They go yeah. front, they go front to back. Right. They do not go yeah. side to side. Right. Exactly. So, uh, and at, at first I'm thinking, oh, this isn't too bad. I could, this is, this is pretty easy. This is a pretty easy workout, dude. You need to crank it up. And then, um, by the end, I was sweating like a pig. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, uh, I, I just could not believe how much I was sweating. Like, oh, this is, this must have been a whole lot more. And then there are, like, I love doing the mobility workouts, Mm -hmm. you know, oiling up all the joints and everything. Um, Motion is lotion. Yeah. Uh, Because I feel like I'm making my body do things it's not used to doing. So Mm -hmm. I know it's getting something out of it. I can't tell. (laughs) It is. You'll notice it. Yeah. So yes, I lately I've been obsessed with my fitness journey. I love it. I love the obsession. If you would like to reach either of us and other amazing travel advisors, just go to the Reach for the Magic Destinations website. There you will find Amy, me, and other great travel advisors to get the ins and outs of dealing with the maze that is making a vacation come to fruition. We also have a Travel Happens website at podpage.com forward slash travel dash happens. If you would like help with Virgin Voyages, Norwegian Cruise Line, Celebrity Cruises, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, Princess Cruises, Sojourn, Holland America Line, MSC Cruises, Cunard Line, or AMA Waterways, 
you can reach out to me for land lovers that can help with universal parks and resorts. My contact information is in the show notes. If you would like help with Disney products, and let me tell you, there are so many Disney products. Yes. It isn't even funny. Like uh, Olani out in Hawaii, mm-hmm. or as uh, Amy had mentioned earlier, Adventures by Disney. Um, Amy's the person you need to contact. Uh, and she also helps with Universal Parks and Resorts or All-Inclusive Resorts. And Amy's contact information is in the show notes as well. So you can reach out to her and she'll hook you up. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, dear listener, for spending time with us. Next episode, Heather will be joining me when she will tell us all about what she learned when she explored the Flower and Garden Festival at Walt Disney World at the end of April. That'll be great. I bet she has a lot, a lot to share. So stay tuned for next week. And in the meantime, reach for the magic. Reach for the adventure.